to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident returning out of touch award adjudicator of the pod DL. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm in an ivory tower. I'm making decisions. But you're out of touch, so the decisions are all wrong. That's why it's an ivory tower. Okay, all right. The people, don't get, a, the people don't get a choice. <laughs> They he, they came here to hear about what I think. Yes. And well, I'm I mean, gonna, if you didn't want to be part of the conversation, I'm going to tell them. No, you don't even get stuck. <laughs> you. I'll sit him mute for the whole episode. Yeah, exactly. This is a monologue. I'd love it if some people thought that we were the same person, just doing different accents, and they were just like, "Yeah, he's just going to not do the Tommy accent this week." That, just, would, that would be impressive. That'd be an impressive conversation. What if that was the spoiler alert? What happened? And I talk over you too much for that to be real. No, but like you could edit it that way, couldn't you? You could have like the two concurrently the- running. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah. If you were doing it yourself. Conspiracies. DL. Conspiracies of the pod. <laughs> Conspiracy theories begin. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. How are you, mate? What's been happening? Oh, dude, a lot, man. A lot. We've been uh, we've been busy this week, haven't we? We've been busy putting awards together for this episode. Putting lots of awards together. It's award season. It's award season, guys. Polite applause. Thank you. Yes, yes. Well done. Well done. Polite applause. I actually don't know if it's award season. No, it's, I don't think it's it is. It's actually not award season. When is the Oscars? It's award season for us, though. For we, us, it is. We, it's the end of year award. We do what we want. We do, we do what we want. Yes. <laughs> we do what we want. It's actually the holiday season. But It's the holiday season. Also. We would usually actually do this after Christmas. I quite like doing it before Christmas. But I mean, like, who wants to be, like, known by all the other awards? Like, this is a, actually the perfect time to do awards because perfect people time. aren't expecting them. And we are going to give you them. Well, we're going to have to loop in uh, Reb- Rebel Moon. Is that the right one? Reb- What's the new Zack Snyder one? Yeah, Rebel Moon. That's next year. <coughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, Star Moon. Yeah. Uh, that's, that'll be in the next year's awards, guys. Just in case you were worried. But yeah, today we're doing an awards episode. So I'm excited for that. But we have been doing a lot. Yeah, we've been eating together. Eating many dinners. I don't like seeing you outside of the podcast. So doing well, this many things. <laughs> you had a bad week. Yeah. <laughs> you had a terrible week. And expensive. Yeah, very fucking expensive. For that week. matter. Well, we had a couple of dinners together, a couple of Christmas dinners. Yeah, a couple of Chrissy dinners. It was... Uh, Different groups of friends. I like that. We can skip between. Well, partners. Actually, yeah, we did a partners one. <laughs> I better remember I who we did the yours. first one with. <laughs> She's my mate. She's all right. We're, we're, we're housemates. Friends and lovers. <laughs> yeah. We're just housemates. Yeah. Occasionally uh, hook up. And then, we, yeah, we had a good little steaky, steaky dinner. Oh my God. That we was we literally ordered the entire menu the whole, last night. The guy was a real seller. Yeah, he was. You could tell we were hungry and was just like, yeah. mm, you should definitely try this one. Yeah, he did well, except we paid so much that we couldn't tip him. So sorry, mate. <laughs> Sydney, we, let's, we have this conversa- let's have this conversation up top. Okay. Tipping in Sydney. Thoughts. I mean, I am so used to tipping yeah, that right. it's like a natural thing. It feels wrong to not. Mm. But then I, Gil always reminds me how much they're paid. And I'm like, okay, like you don't, I yeah. you don't really need to, but it does, it does. There's something about it that goes against my DNA, but being I am American, of course. I understand. Yeah. See, being a Brit, it's way against my cultural heritage. In fact, paying the right amount is against, <laughs> we, we tend to steal things and put them in museums <laughs> before paying for the. I, I just like, I understand in the States, I get the point of it over there. You know, yeah. like people aren't paid properly. Yeah. So of course, it's like anything. We're talking about the writer strike and the, the actor strike over the last few weeks. Those guys need to be paid properly. I would tip the writers if I could. But like workers who work in restaurants or hotels, that's why you tip. But in Sydney, when they're paid like significant amounts of money, you're yeah, like, guys. What is it? Like minimum 18 an hour or something. It's Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it's gone up recently as well. Yeah. And when, they're so, when it's as expensive as that, dinner was this is such a first world problem by the way but like when it, that was an expensive dinner it wasn't cheap yeah you're a bit like mm, am i really gonna tip you for this as well i would have rather just had another kangaroo tartar <laughs> frankly <laughs> give but, me that kangaroo tartar yeah i would have done that again instead of the tip but we did leave it's been little. nice hanging out with you i feel like we haven't done as much that this year we haven't had that as much opportunity no, outside haven't. of the podding we haven't it's you're been just busy. a busy boy I, well i also like traveled for literally like two months yeah you were away i don't for know so how i got long. away with that no neither <laughs> literally like every podcast i was in another country i but, feel like we've done like more yeah. podcasts with you either in a different country or on jet lag time yeah it was, it was a phenomenal year it's been a great year for yeah you. it was a phenomenal year we did it oh part of the reason we're doing the awards this early is because i'm going away next friday sure. so i'm gone yeah i'll be like peaced out yeah. so well i'm on a beach Oh, you're on a beach. Reading. Reading. Quietly. Yeah, to yourself. Enjoying the sun. Yes, of course. Uh, You will be, (laughs) I don't know, where where are you going home home? Are you going to London? I will be, I'll be up north. I'll be with Jon Snow at Wall. Well, ask him what's going on with yeah, the, what the hell with that new movie. Wasn't he supposed to be in a Marvel movie? Is he just not in it anymore? Oh, yeah, he was. Has he been cut? Wait, that wasn't this year. That was last year. We couldn't, we couldn't bring up the Eternals for this year. I'm sure that will happen. 
He'll have some, he'll come back. He'll come back, but the rest of the Eternals won't, surely. I actually liked him in I that, thought he was great, in that character, in that, uh, in that movie. Anyway, he's great. Yeah. What have you been up to other than eating with me? I do have one thing I thought I'd call out. I was on a podcast this week, finally come out. My quality is terrible and I'm really upset about that. But the quality of the conversation is fantastic. Guys, please, if you like listening to me talk, which I don't know why you would, go and check out Podcasting for Humans. Such a righteous pod. Richard's amazing. Uh, it talks to real podcasters about real problems. And I talk a little bit about defining success for ourselves, which we <laughs> never did. So, <laughs> so maybe, it's a good thing that yeah. we don't follow our own advice. Yeah. It's it's a bit like being on like a, a psychotherapist's chair. Like yeah, you're just yeah. talking about these challenges. And he has helped smaller podcasts launch and things like that. Nice. And we go into the, the depths. I don't know if I've ever talked about my old man on this podcast, but we go into the fact that the things you're supposed to do when you're starting a podcast, for example, connecting with other podcasts and, you know, things we didn't like talking to get bringing rigs on the pod and having friends of the show and going love on their podcast. Yeah, we love yeah, some rigs. We didn't get to do that because most of my emotional state was used up with my old man being unwell when yeah. we started the podcast and it was more for us to catch up than anything. Yeah. Whereas now we're like, fuck, we're 130 episodes in. Maybe we should do some of that stuff. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great conversation. Richard's fantastic, like I mentioned. Go and check them out, guys. Search for Podcasting for Humans. I think you'll really enjoy it. But guys, before we get into it, there will be time codes in the description. Feel free to jump around. There's not much jump around to in this episode, to be honest, because we're going to hit up those awards pretty quickly after we've talked about what we've been up to. But they'll be there, as always, supplied by friend of the show and editing master, Mr. Matthew Bliss. Stick around. We'll give you his details at the end of the show. Quick question, DL, before we do start talking about things you've been doing. Mm. If you... We're going to give this podcast a star rating. For example, if you could just do it on your podcast capture of choice, like it was right in front of you, what would you give it? Five. Five uh, five stars? I didn't tell you how much I'm okay. out of, but <laughs> most of them are five, right? Yeah, yeah of course. So it's, yeah, five out of five. Five out of five, obviously. yeah, yeah. Five out of five. So you can do it. You can do it in Spotify. You can do it in Apple. They're all there. It's all right in the palm of your hand. It would really help us. You guys get algorithms. We don't need to tell you about that. DL. Yeah, dude. What have you been up to, buddy? Uh, I have been watching the last season of Archer that's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Is that also the last season? I, the last season has been coming out, so. I mean, maybe it's not the last season. It's the latest one on Netflix. Season Australia is a bit behind. 13, I think. It's the first one without the mother. Oh, all right. Because um, didn't she die? Yeah, she passed away. Yeah, sorry. Sad to say. Um, but <laughs> Are I will, you sorry? Did you do it? Did you, no. Just, you finished her off? I just kind of kind of handled that like, did she die? Like very <laughs> callously. It's pretty good. Uh, it's uh, you, you miss her for sure. Yeah, the voice you miss, does. You miss her as, an, as a character. Season 14 is the final season of Archer, apparently. And I think it's already out in the States. Probably is because it always is delayed on Netflix. But I do miss her as a character. She adds an element. But it's been fun. It's been, it's been good. I've laughed. I've had fun with it. Um, which what oh actually came out in August uh, August this year so it, it must be out in the states so is it back to the old you know monster of the week kind of there is an ongoing story that basically they have been bought oh, by this like mega mega spy agency that's almost like this corporate ties environment where they're always cutting expenses and they're like, oh, like there's leadership that. exercises I and, like that yeah and, and like Archer hates the main guy of course and it's, of it's course. pretty good question um, for you. Is Barry still in it? Barry has not been in this season. Thank God. You don't like worst. Barry? He was great when he was like there, the guy who was better than Archer, but Archer always managed to screw him over somehow. Yes. He was like, that character was insane. And when he became a cyborg, I was like, what is this? There were cyborg moments where he was good, but yeah. there was like, it lasted far too long. Yes. Absolutely. I agree with you. I quite I enjoyed the bit where he ended up hooking up with Archer's then wife. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that, that was like, great. She was also a cyborg. Yeah. 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 Because they, they understood each other. And it's like vagina, her vagina was like in the sink or something. <laughs> it was like vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird show. If anyone's not seen Archer, this would make no fucking sense. I mean, yeah, it's great though. Archer's been around a while. It's been around since like it's 2008 like, it's like, or something. Yeah, it's old. Like there are 14 seasons, man. I feel like there needs to be more adult animation in this vein, right? Yeah, I mean, I think there's like plenty we just got to find it. Netflix has one called like Dischan Disenchanted, Disenchanted or something. That's like, that was done by the guys. That was done by the same guys at Futurama. I was going to say, it looks like Simpsons. it. Yeah. yeah it's like Matt five Gary? seasons in or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it got canceled ages ago. That's interesting. Never know with Netflix. Yes. <laughs> More on that later. You'll find out about yeah. that later, guys. That's what about good. you? Would what you recommend the 13th season of Archer? So far, <laughs> a lot yeah. to get through. So far, yeah. I mean, if you like the first 
few, you'll like this. I think I fell off when he was in the coma ones. The coma Maybe ones like that. were honestly the first like eight are the best. There yes. was one oh. coma one that was like really good. It was a space one, but it was okay. super short. It was like six episodes, but oh, I right. loved it. I really, I really liked like one to five seasons. Yeah. They were like prime TV. I yeah. have watched them like the, the without going to the cancer episode. Phenomenal. Cancer. What does he go? Like rage. Phenomenal. Rage. Rampage. Cancer rampage. So good. Yeah, Except good. he's like vomiting all the time. Yeah, it's good. But because don't they, they, the mob change out the cancer drugs. So he's taking like yeah, fruit juice. He's taking or like some bullshit. He just yeah. keeps like, or he like never had cancer or something. No, he did. And they changed out the, they changed out the drugs. And that, so the rampage was against the mob who'd been yes, stealing the drugs. Yes, yes. Very fun. So you'd recommend the 13th season? I would if you like Archer. Yeah. yeah and if you don't fun. start and you'll like it, you know, give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. How about you? Uh, I watched this week with the partner. So we talked a couple of weeks ago about the David Beckham documentary, which was kind of interesting and very 90s, early 2000s. I never finished based. it. Yeah. Didn't you? Okay. It's on the list though. Well, we, we will. We watched one which I think is quite similar, which is uh, I Am Robbie Williams, which is a Robbie Williams documentary, similar vein. Yeah. I think it's only four episodes and it sort of tracks him from when he's left Take That, doing his solo career. And then basically having like a full mental breakdown. Yeah. Full mental breakdown. It's yeah. super interesting when you have watched the David Beckham one so recently before that. So Beckham is clearly a very strong, passionate individual. I feel like he had a good support system around him. So like mm. his soccer team, football team, uh, his wife clearly was very loving. He had like really good mentors in like Alex Ferguson, the manager. Yep. Even when he moved abroad, he had good people around him. Whereas Robbie Williams just seems to have been this like isolated figure. So it's just he this had, great juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple of good people around him at times, but then, you know, he fell out with them because he had this like haywire brain that was always all over the place. He would like fought in and out of love with people, never had like a consistent relationship. It was really interesting watching the difference. And you look at David Beckham, like, uh, both incredibly rich people, so I'm not like yeah. crying for either of them. Yeah. David Beckham's life, so wholesome. What's he got, like five kids, beautiful wife. She's super like, um, she's like in fashion, has this fantastic, has her own thing going on. Yeah. And he's very well put together. Like he's still in good shape, you know, clearly still like top of his game. And you look at Robbie Williams, he did the whole documentary in his boxes and a vest. Or as you would say, a singlet in Australia, <laughs> lying in his bed. And you're like, fuck, he's been crippled by all this celebrity Jeez. stuff. Like the juxtaposition of the two, watching them. If you watch one episode of one, then one episode of the other back to back, you'd be like, holy shit, these two are like polar opposite ends of the spectrum of how they've dealt with this. Super yeah. interesting. I mean, it is kind of like more likely to have the latter, I think. Like to have oh, fame. I would, like, I, I, would, I would say that he's... I would crumble in minutes. Yeah, he... Hypothetically, like, we get famous off this. We get Joe Rogan famous off this. Never gonna happen. <laughs> but just imagine for me, like, pick, yes, just pretend. This is hard. Just pretend. This is hard for me. I would crumble in seconds. <laughs> I would have no idea what to do with myself. I would just be like, nope, I'm out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'd probably be cancelled already. <laughs> yes, you would be. Definitely. Um, just for your... Stories about going to the beach. <laughs> Inside joke. If only you could hear before the recording was on. Would you uh would you watch a, a show about Robbie Williams? Yeah, I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you recommend? I would I'd suggest so. If you've watched it a bit of Dave Beckham on, you found it interesting. It's a similar view of the media in the UK. Yeah. But from a, a pop star's point of view, yeah. man, he did some big shit back then. But there's also an interesting part where he tries to break the US as well, which is like a big deal for people from the UK. Okay. And really struggles. And he kind of struggles with the aspect of being let down by it as well, mm. which is kind of interesting. The whole thing's good. I liked it. I liked nice. it. I feel I feel like he had came away with worse, worse mentally than David Beckham did. That's... Yeah, probably true. Because well, something about David Beckham just there's yeah, there's a steely man. There's just a confidence. Yeah, that is like subdued, like not like super out there. Yeah. Um. There's just like a, he kind of knows who he is. Yeah, I, think. I, I write that about him. Yeah, he just he's like I'm fucking good at football, and I like to be out there, and I like fashion, and that's who I am. Apparently, he's got a super injunction uh, against the fact that he just hits everything. Like he is just a loose unit in the States. Just you mean he's sleep just... with anyone. Well, what do you mean a super injunction? What does that so mean? Super injunctions are effectively where the papers can't, or like the tabloids can't report on any of the stuff you get up to. How? So I, I don't know how it works. I'm not pretending I'm any, privy to any of this, but it basically, it, it stops the papers from releasing anything. And like 
Everyone. He's hooked up with everyone. Like he's just like a so rat. So they just have an open relationship. Because there are stories about him. Well, that's, yeah, uh, that's it. And I think like with cheerleaders and different celebrities and stuff, I reckon, yeah. he's, a, I reckon he's a root rat. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I, mean, I reckon he yeah, is. How do you not? Like he's good looking. Oh so, man, and he's uh, so famous. Yeah. So famous. I mean, I'm sure he is. I don't have any trouble doubting that. It's more just like, what does that mean? Did they, does he just like pay them a certain amount a year? So they just stay quiet. I because think that wouldn't work. Somebody I, I would. I think it's through the courts, as in like they would like the pa- like the papers or the tabloids would have to pay an exorbitant amount of money if they ran one of these. But how do you get that? Because so many people would want that. So many people have it. Apparently, apparently, it's like quite a few celebrities have mm. super injunctions against tabloids, mm. which is very interesting. I hope so. Fuck the tabloids. Anyway, another one. You got one more thing you've been yeah, up to? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was listening to a new podcast actually. Ooh, tell me about it. Book reviews. Kill. Hey, stay with this podcast first. Yeah, well, check. I mean, <laughs> check them out. Uh, they're not even. I haven't. I don't know anything about them. They could have zero listeners or hundreds. I just found them because I really wanted to geek out about Red Rising. Okay. On with something or someone, Book and they were one kill? of the few podcasts that had it. Book reviews kill. Because uh, Tommy like is so over me talking about Red Rising, so I had to fucking <laughs> I had to go to the potosphere. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's it's been good. I've been actually all these other books that I've read um, in the past that again no one else had read within my friend group, like The Expanse and others. I've been just kind of nerding out and listening to their analysis on it, and it's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. If it's this guy on Instagram, I've just found he's got one hundred twenty four thousand followers. So so he's doing all right. I reckon he's probably doing pretty he's good. Doing pretty good. That's fun, man. What um? To, I guess you listen to the Red Rising podcast from him i listened to that i listened to all the expanse oh yeah um, did you read I, the expanse i did read the expanse well huh. i think i did audiobook for most of it okay which is cheating for that one because it's a big book oh yeah that tomes. They're, they're really big you love a tome i have been away i've stayed away from tomes lately though to be mm. honest red rising is not a tome it's not it's not it's pretty good to be the one of the three but uh then i also listened to his name of the wind their name of the wind one um, um, yeah, and, okay. and that oh, yeah, I do that. Literally, all the books you like. Yeah, I mean, he's they, like Oprah. It's for like you. horror, <laughs> horror, fantasy, and sci-fi. That's sick. Which are like the best. Now, let me ask you this question. Yeah. And this is this is my thing with podcasts. And like, if anyone's listening to us regularly, perhaps you can let us know how you feel about this. But my thing with podcasts is, if I don't really like the sound of the host's voice, I'm out like immediately. I'm gone. It matters a lot. Like a lot. It matters. I used to listen to like, I mean, like I'm maybe not as binary as you. In terms of like voice, I get you. Yeah. There was a podcast I used to listen to called like A Song of Ice and Fire Reread. It was like a reread okay. of Game of Thrones. And they analyzed it like lit- like from, it's so nerdy, from like a literature perspective. I forget sure. what it's called, but it, it, that's basically what they do. And it got, it got pretty big. And then one of the guys like left because he couldn't do it anymore. And they brought a new guy in. And this guy's We're in voice, the whole vibe. This guy's voice. Could not stand it. Oh, wow. And also his cadence. Like, I just couldn't. He was, he was I can't even do it. It was, it was too much. <laughs> cadence is a big deal. And, and it's like, he was kind of stuttery and just like, and I, I gave him a while, you know, I gave him much longer than you would. Oh, really? Like, and eventually I had to stop. And sad. I, yeah, well, especially yeah. when you lose a thing that you enjoyed so yeah, much. Yeah, it's a bummer. But so I take your point. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, these guys are kind of like exactly how they should sound. You know, one of them, one of the guys reminds me of the dude from, did you ever see, uh, What's it called? Silicon Valley, the show. Bits of it. Not you know the long-haired guy? Yeah, yeah. Who's kind of just always talking like... Oh, yeah. He, he reminds me of him. All right. Like, kind of just like... like uh, He's like this super nihilistic tone of voice. Yeah. And yeah, he reminds me of him. The other guy's just really into the books and super genuine. So they're, they're a good little contrast. And then one yeah. left. Yeah, they've done well. <laughs> do you recommend it? I, I do recommend. If you like are a nerd like me and want to hear someone else talk about it. Have, has he got a co-host or is it just him speaking? No, it's two people. Hey, yeah, no, I'm going to have to give it a go. Yeah. I'd like to hear more about people's like ideas on those types of books because yeah. sometimes filling in some gaps from other people's perspectives gives you a different lease on the the novel or whatever it is for sure for sure i mean like, like i hope people get from our really and, terrible and it's reviews. not yeah for sure i hope <laughs> probably not but uh i i do like the uh the fact that they they're not like super super in-depth like critics like they're not yes. like well this isn't literature but they do yes, get deep yes, a bit yes, yes, but yes, they yes, keep yes, it yes. just at the right level i feel like that's us <laughs> Sometimes I try and go too deep. We but you pull good me back. My final one then is I watched what is a cult classic in the anime field, which is Akira. So I've been talking about getting in some anime for a while. There's some bits that are coming out in cinemas that I've been kind of really keen to get into. Yep. And I wanted to go back and understand a little bit about like the origins and like some of the most influential animes out there. So Akira was from 1988 and it at the time was like groundbreaking. So mm-hmm. every little bit of like, 
I don't know, everything you see have seen in an anime, which you might think now is a bit tropey or any, any of that stuff, all from this fucking movie. Yeah. Like every little bit of it, I was like, wow, this is crazy. At the time, it like it really pushed forward like the animation style, um, the complex themes within it, like visual aesthetics, all that stuff. It was all incredibly intricate for the time. Whereas now you look at it and be like, oh, that's you know, Dragon Ball Z. You know, you know it's what I mean? foundational. Like, yeah. Kind of like literal, Dune for sci-fi. It's a foundational movie. Yeah. And it's it's really good. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It's weird. And it goes full 2000 Mono Space Odyssey at the end for no reason. What, like a big baby? Literally. <laughs> I'm not even fucking you, do. Like the ending is pretty much that. Spoilers for Akira. There is an ending. And then it's just like a voiceover. And you're like, I do not get this at all. And it's like, the baby. <laughs> yeah. The baby. The baby. No, it's, uh, it's really good. Really fun. I really like the character arc. I was never 100% sure who the main character was until I was like halfway through the film. I was like, who the fuck am I supposed to be following here? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's angry all the time. So it was like, it was really, inter- really interesting. And it was definitely one of those nights where the partner was out. She would not have sat through that with me. It's, yeah. It's quite long too. It's like two hours. So like I was getting towards 75% of the way through and I was like, I hope she doesn't come back soon. <laughs> my housemate. Sorry. Sorry, my housemate. Yeah, my friend. She, my housemate doesn't come back soon. My friend. Uh, it was good. Really good. I'd recommend anyone who's trying to get into anime for the first time. Anyone who's like, you know. Where'd you watch it? It's, uh, it's one of the streamings, I think. No, I think it might be Amazon. I think I paid okay. $5 for it. So it's not like I had to rent it, but at the same time, like you could probably not illegally, yes. illegally download it pretty easily, I reckon. Fair. It's not far. It wouldn't be difficult. But yeah. I recommend. Good shit. If there's anything you guys have done or anything you've seen that you'd recommend us watching, please hit us up. Uh, we are at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. We are thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Uh, this week, we had a friend of the show, Nish, who had just been catching up with our Nightcrawler episode, Oof. recommend that we go and watch a Netflix show called Shot in the Dark. And it's a documentary style version of that show. So like about real about, people who are in that world. About nightcrawlers? Yeah, in that world. Um, it looks fucking crazy. So um, thank you very much, Nish. We really appreciate it. It's got 7.9 on IMDb. So That's high. I might be checking that out Add at some it point to soon. the watch list. If you guys do have anything, hit us up, please. We love it when you do. We will call you out. DL, do you want to preface our main topic? Uh, yes, I do. I think we already did a bit. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's awards season. Get the award music it's out. It's awards season and we are watching. It's going to be awesome. Uh, or sorry, we are watching. What am I saying? We are uh, awarding. We are rating. Oh, we we've are, got some fantastic awards. We've that, got some new awards. We've got some returning awards. That really we just made up. So oh, yeah, completely. It's, it's all completely subjective. So Should guys, I kick us off? Oh, I, absolutely. But if you guys have any... Uh, opinions on any of the stuff that we're about to call out hit us up at what i just said a moment ago yeah. the podcastemblogmail.com all uh it will, we want to know what you think we don't know what you think but it'll have no effect on no no actual what we say is right what what is who, what gets, say is who gets the awards yeah. but if you think different then that's fine too yeah dl what's the first award today we're kicking off there's many categories we'll go one by one we'll switch off Today, we are kicking off with a strong, a strong award. Strong award. Razzie movie. Oof, the worst Worst movie of 2023, according to us. So go on, what are the nominees? I'm just, I'm a little bit flabbergasted by this list. Sorry for the pause. (laughs) It's a strong list. It literally just slapped me in the face. Indiana Jones and the, what is it? What was it? The Crystal? Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. I was going to say Crystal Skull. That one's bad too. Yep. The Flash, Ant-Man and the Wasp. John Wick 4. Some would say shouldn't be here. Tommy disagrees. Well, the little well, well, well. mermaid. Well, 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 well. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to talk it out and we're going to come to, for most of them, a conclusive decision effectively on which we think we'll wins that award. We'll do our best. <laughs> we'll try our hardest. What do you think, man? What's your Oh, man. It's, it's, it's got to be between Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Little Mermaid. Oh, man. The Flash is bad, though. Do the you Flash remember some of that is bad, CGI? But I actually didn't mind it overall. Oh wow! Don't say that. That's what I, Holly, that's the problem with Hollywood. No, I didn't mind it overall. Like his, I, I didn't mind the character journey he went on. Like okay. there was a journey there. Okay, and I, and he actually, as much shit as he's gotten, <laughs> was like an interesting main character. I I I think. Okay, I think he was. So like, not he, the brought, flash. he brought not the Flash for me. I mean, what do you think? Well, let me bring to the forefront my uh, reasoning for having John Wick four in here. Yes, yeah, you need right. to justify that. I so think, my justification people. is that this movie. It's not even a John Wick movie anymore. He's literally the Terminator in this film. 
he changed from being like the Baba Yaga to being like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's maddening. And there's this one scene where he falls down some stairs and like, it's almost a joke. He falls down these stairs for so long. <laughs> I was in the cinema. I was like, I might need to go to the bathroom. Like this is just going on forever. And then he gets to the top and he falls back down the stairs. It's, it's painful. It's really painful. Like, I think some people really like this. It's got some good elements. I can't say it doesn't. There's like a bit where it turns into like a, a video game style shooting part, which is yeah. fun. Uh, it, it's, it's not the worst movie of the year, but it's definitely a nominee. Okay. Tommy's got his nominee. Do you think it's between Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Little Mermaid? It, dude, it has to be between Ant-Man and the Wasp Give and the Little Mermaid. Give me why the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. I've ranted about this so many yeah, times. Yeah, you have. It's great. But, but A, there's the fact that Poseidon is a straight hoe. Yeah, he he be he, like a hoe. based off all the ethnicities of his daughters because it doesn't add up. <laughs> B the main dude just like sucks. <laughs> he sucks. He's so you bad. Full cholo then, for bro. A he's so bad. He he and also he they added like two songs that are just dreadful. Oh wow! And and I'm like you know ugh, like why not just keep the ones he had? It's famous for a reason. Well, I guess the question this, for you then is Dio. Yeah. Is that better or worse than Ant Man? I gotta be honest, Paul Rudd he beats it just by being Paul by Rudd. Being Paul Rudd. Do you think the worst movie of the year is The Little Mermaid? I do think so. I can't say I've seen The Little Mermaid, so we'll go with your deal with this. <laughs> okay. I think Paul Rudd is a great actor, but that movie is so bad. It, it is pretty bad, wall to wall. It awful. is pretty bad. He only just. But it's like bad in a funny way. Because oh. Kane the Conqueror just gets destroyed by ants. <laughs> so it's like, and Michael Douglas is out there just fiddling his ants. All, like, there's just like, I, I enjoyed it more. Whereas oh, yeah. the Little Mermaid was just all bad. So all the around worst bad. movie of the year award goes to The Little Mermaid. Animated, yeah, animated version. Or sorry, live action. The live version. action. These are all 2023, by the way. Maybe we should have pressed that Of course, of course. So our second award this year is one that I'm actually quite excited about. I like the idea of this award, which is the most underappreciated movie of 2023. Now, we have four candidates. We have The Reptile, the Netflix movie I've talked about fairly recently. We have the best, one of my favorite movies of the year, Cocaine Bear. Thanks to friend of the show, Reeks. We have The Killer, which is also a Netflix movie. And we have... Yet again, funnily enough, another Netflix movie in They Cloned Tyrone. Ooh. All good candidates for the most yeah. underappreciated Lot, movie. Lots of, of Netflix candidates there. Interesting. There's so many Netflix yeah. candidates in there. Three of the four. Do you have any hot takes on any of those films? I don't because I'm going to be real. There's a couple I haven't seen. But I would say that I think the back three, like Cocaine Bear, The Killer, and Who Cloned Tyrone. Are they, the leaders? Is that their name? They, they clone. They clone. They, they clone Tyrone. Um, and I've heard really good things about they clone Tyrone, and I've only seen the middle two. So I'm gonna have to digress Ooh. to you for this one. Ooh, I really enjoyed they clone Tyrone. Yeah. Um, but you know my love for cocaine bear. So I was gonna I'm, say what wins. I'm a little bit your love for cocaine yeah. bear bear. <laughs> Definitely cocaine <laughs> bear. bear. I think the win of this category has to be cocaine bear. Oh, yeah. I really like they clone Tyrone. It was weird. It was funny. Uh, Jamie Foxx as a pimp was hilarious. That does sound funny. The killer is <laughs> exactly is such a good introspect on what you expect from that type of movie and how it, it it juxtaposes that. Reptile is just a bit dull at times. Cocaine Bear. It's a laugh a minute. Like I had yeah. so much fun with that film. It's one of my favorite movies, dumb movies of the year. So I'm going to call that uh, the most underappreciated movie. All right. 2023. Applause, 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 applause. I now oh, it's a favorite have, a, have the privilege of the fan favorite, the show favorite, Adam Driver performance, basically carrying a thing award. Yeah. Basically, what, what did we, how did this, remind me how we came up with this. I can't even remember. What it's movie a, was it? Fuck, that's a really good question. Oh, oh no, so it was Star movies. Wars. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it was a couple of them. I think it was Star Wars. We but, were talking about Star Wars at Yeah, the time. we were talking about Star Wars, the, the, the new trilogy, not the newest one coming out, but the latest trilogy, and how basically Adam Driver had this amazing performance that really came from nowhere because he was given nothing and his yeah. character was just yeah. like an emo nerd. <laughs> and he turned it into this like really gripping, emotive performance. And so really anytime somebody has kind of carried a very, very bad or mediocre movie with their More mediocre, stellar, think, yeah, yeah. stellar performance, we give them the Adam Driver carrying the movie award. And we've got three contenders for this. We do this year. We do. And 
I'm at a I'm at a loss to be honest. This is going to be hard. It's a tough one. Yeah, we're starting off with and by his own namesake, sixty five. Be in this. Adam Driver carries this movie in a lot of ways. Sixty five. We enjoyed that movie, if I remember correctly. We did enjoy it. We did enjoy it. Mm. Then you got Mad Mickelson for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I liked Indiana, I liked him in that. I thought he yeah. was good. He should have died in the first four minutes of the film. He got hit by a sign on the top of a train. But outside of that, really hammed it up. Like it was a pretty, like I enjoyed the movie itself personally, but as a long-term fan, I can see why people think it's a bit average. He had a really hammy Nazi performance. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Three words I never thought I'd say. Hammy Nazi performance. <laughs> say it three times fast. Hammy Nazi performance. Uh, the third, and I'm going to butcher the name unless you can help me out. K. Hugh Quan. Thank you. From Loki season two. Honestly, super, super stole the show in a so lot of episodes. He stole the show in a lot of episodes. The problem is this isn't a mediocre show. Ooh, interesting. That is the problem. You can't carry something that's already kind of carrying its own weight. You can steal. You can steal the show. Ooh, okay. And that might be a new category we should Ooh, think of. Maybe. Who stole the show? We've got a lot of categories. But yeah. okay. Okay. But, so we, we're rolling out K. Hugh Quan, even though he is the best. Yes. Okay. So it's between Mads Mikkelsen and the... The and awards the, namesake and the, and the namesake Adam Mr. Driver. Driver himself. Do you do you think that you would have watched sixty five anyway because it's got dinosaurs in it? We I did. Th- I think the prospect of Adam Driver and dinosaurs it's is what sold it to me. It's obviously better than just dinosaurs. But if it was like I don't know, like but pick if, another actor, Timothy Chalamet. Actually, no, I'd watch that too. I would definitely watch that. Yeah, shit, that's pick, tough. All right, how about this? This is not Hit tough. Me. If it was uh, Channing Tatum. In a dinosaur movie. Would oh you watch my it? God. Yes, I would watch that. But it's a drama, but a drama, not a fun, not a comedy. Uh, I guess my point is, I think we'd watch anything that was a dinosaur movie. I would. I yeah. I would. So, but now that doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't carry the performance. I think he carries that movie. That's a yeah. dull fucking movie, if I, remember, if I remember correctly. I mean, they just like walk around. Yeah. <laughs> and the girl doesn't give any all, English. He gives her all the grenades. There's no you know she, They don't speak the same language. No, not in a single. And she, they don't understand each other at any point. Um, Look, if it's if I'm being completely honest with you here, it's the Adam Driver award. We Adam have to Dri- give it to Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver wins he's the gonna, Adam Driver award. He's so good in that. For, oh, for, man, we've given so little. Yeah. He's talking to a person who has no idea what he's saying the whole time. They do great. not speak the same language. He's given 15 minutes of backstory. His human his race that looks like humans have no backstory. And yet somehow they're also enough. they're in 65 million years ago. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Next category then. So we, we're confirming Adam Driver. Adam Driver has won the Maintains his award. Yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. Okay. Maintains so this is a, a new one for this year. And uh, it's one that I'm actually really excited to talk about. So this is movies we missed, but wished we hadn't. So we can't see everything we'd like to. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of movies come out in a year. And I've compiled a list of five or six movies that I, and I think you, for the most part, would have liked to have seen, but we just didn't have the time to. Yeah, so let me go through a, this list. There's a few exceptions, but yes. I mean, we'll we'll cover those. Yeah. Asteroid City. My God, that was everywhere. I really wanted to see that film. Yeah. Looked so good. Yeah. Creed three. Look, it's the third fucking Creed film. Like we get it by now, but I really like those films. So haven't seen it. Renfield, one of the movies I desperately want still want to see. I think it's coming to Netflix soon. Sisu, I don't know if you've heard about this one. It's about it's a Norwegian dude who just goes full commando on Nazis. It looks amazing. That sounds fun. Um, Fast X. Uh, Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon. I'd still see that. I would though. still see it, but dude, like three hours in a theater. I don't know. Long. Yeah. Uh, Talk to me, which got really great reviews. This I've been trying to watch. Yeah, yes. right. So yeah. I'll let you carry on. I'll and and finally, the one which we both thought was a meme, but turned yes. out to be a real thing, which is paint. <laughs> Which is the Bob Ross movie with Owen Wilson. It's Owen. It's a biopic of Owen Wilson being Bob Ross. Dude. Unbelievable. How did we not know this movie I existed? I thought it was a meme. I thought it was like, it came, It was like the same time when ChatGPT blew up and Dolly blew up. Oh, and really? I thought it was just like an AI generated image. Same. I didn't think it was a real thing. And now that I know it's a real thing, I'm I'm really sad. Literal I'm chills. really sad that I didn't I need to watch, watch that. Okay. Uh, so let's go through these very quickly. I think we can uh, scrub out Creed 3, Fast X. Yes. Napoleon's probably a bit too long. I do want to watch it, but at my own Me pace. too. Yeah. Sisu, I really would love to watch, but I'm not sure you have any interest I have, in it. I have no context, but it sounds really okay. fun. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking Paint, Talk to Me, Renfield, and Asteroid City. Been Asteroid City. I cannot stand this guy's films. Really? They're so boring. Shit, okay. They're just colorful. Who cares, dude? <laughs> Literally, have you seen any? The only one that was halfway decent, did he do the uh, the hotel one? 
Yeah. That one was the all Grand right. Grand Budapest yeah, Hotel. The Grand Budapest Hotel was all right. I like Wes Anderson, man. He's interesting. They're friggin' boring, dude. All right. Anyway, and they all just look weird with weird colors anyway, so I would say no to that. We so are we're down, down to Renfield and Paint? And Talk to Me. I think it's between Paint and Talk to Me, and I don't know what to do. Because I'm scrub- I want to watch them for very different reasons. I'm scrubbing out pain personally because like I did think it was a meme. So it's either <laughs> for me, it's either Renfield or Talk to Me. And the, the common denominator there's Talk to Me. Let's do it. Let's talk to me it. wins. Movies we missed, but wish we had and we got to go see it. We have to see it now. That means we have to do it for a pod in the next yeah, few months. Oh, yeah. God. We, do, we literally don't have time. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Absolutely. What's uh, the next topic? This DL? is, an, I got, I've been lucky with oh, my- Oh, round of applause for- Yeah, uh, round of applause. Round of applause. I uh, I've been lucky with my award like announcements. I'm ba- some good ones. I'm basically like getting like best picture, best screenplay, best actress, best actor at this point because I get <laughs> to talk about rebootuations. Oof, one of the show's favorites, uh, baby. Coinage. Um, this year for up for. So do we want to remind if anyone's new here what rebootuations are? If I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so a rebootuation for anyone who doesn't know is basically a reboot and a continuation of a thing. So when you think of, for example, the first in this category, which is going to be Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, it reboots the characters, but also is a continuation of, of the story. story. Sometimes so, though we do reboots that are like kind of just reboots, but they're yeah. still within the world, but none of the other characters are there. There's been a few of those. Hey, look, it's a bit of a flip floppy thing. It's a bit yeah. column A, bit of column B. Yeah, like, you don't really ever know. Yeah, you, never but know. you know when you see you, it. You know when you see it. You know when you see That's it. That's the movie. It's like literature. You know when you read it. It's like sexy. You know when you see it. It's <laughs> literature. You know when you read it. It's yeah. on a book. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. Literature is a high, it's a highbrow term. <laughs> it's a highbrow term. Anyway, we are moving on. Oh, yeah. That's, that's like, that? you just said like, it's like words, you know, when you read them. <laughs> you know, when you see words. Yes. Okay. Uh, give it a talkie, talkie, shutty, shutty. The nominations are Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Scream 6, Godzilla, oh, I should say this better, Godzilla minus Uno. <laughs> Like haunted mansion <laughs> and the little mermaid the little mermaid we know where we stand there a few things that have uh, cropped up a couple of times i think for me i wanted to see haunted Man- mansion i didn't actually see it like what are they going to make scary about danny devito scarier he's already quite scary <laughs> so i think that one's out i think little mermaid's out we have to rule out the little mermaid because uh, that's yeah. our worst of the year i think that there's three here and it's i'm gonna pass to you and see what you think so indiana jones dollar destiny scream six godzilla minus one I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't actually seen Scream 6. So for me, it's Indiana Jones or Godzilla. Godzilla, man, that was such a fucking good movie. Yeah, we saw it. We, we saw it last week. You know, yeah. if you listened last week, you know what we think. I'm voting for Godzilla. Let's do it. Godzilla is our best reputation of the year. Godzilla plus two. Let's go. Minus 12. Applause, applause, applause. Godzilla had a plus one to this wedding, but ended up coming away with a minus one. Yeah, well done. <laughs> He's not allowed anymore. Well, do- well done, Godzilla. Well, do- well done, well done. Oh, round of applause for Godzilla. The next category is one of my favorite categories within this. And we actually have an Editor's Choice Award for this. So let's see if we agree with Mr. Matthew Bliss, a blissery.fm, I think it still is. That is the one. Best TV show of 2023. Now, this can be a follow-on season. It can be a brand new thing. It doesn't have to be a brand new thing. So we have a few contenders here. First and foremost, starting strong, The Last of Us. Yeah. We've talked about that in the podcast. We've also talked about Andor on the podcast. We have Gen V, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago. We have the, um, I don't know how, what even this, this. The Squid Games reality show. The reality show. Which is a great idea by Netflix. Really, really great reviews. We have The Bear, which we've waxed lyrical about a number of times. Rick and Morty is coming out at the moment. It's really fantastic. Succession, which has been heralded as one of the greatest TV shows of all time. And finally, one of my favorite TV shows, Ted Lasso. Yeah, this, so is, this is a tough list. Let's cut this down a little bit. I think we can get rid of Gen Z, Gen V. We can get rid of Gen V. We can get rid of Squid Games, I'd say. Yeah, okay. I, I liked Gen V a lot, but I don't think it's in the category. It's not even close. The best. Yeah. Squid Game, I'm not 100% open. I didn't love it. I've enjoyed it, but again, not even close. Rick and Morty was great. Not the best Rick and Morty season even. So how are we going to say it's the best season? Solid point. Yeah. I do love, I, I do like this season. I'm not no, it's good, it's good, but it's, yeah, I, I don't think it's the best. I think um, we can get rid of Ted Lasso, I would say, even though I love that show. I don't know if it's quite par, I, on par with- I don't think this season Andor. was at least, no. Sure. So we're down to four. We've got The Bear. We've yeah. got Succession. We've got Andor and The Last of Us. 
Fuck, man. So hard. I think it's... I'm going to cut out the bear. So I think if you're not in the mood... I've done this a number of times. I've gone to put the bear on and been like, I'm just not in the mood for this. For the angst? Yeah. It's too too intense, man. Okay. There's a lot happening. So we've got Succession, Andor, and The Last of Us. I'm going to pass to you. It's got to be between The Last of Us and Andor. Because I like love a dystopia. I love some sci-fi. Me too. frankly, dude, I don't think I can choose this one. (laughs) I think if... It's like almost in any mind. I, like I'm talking through it. The Last of Us is like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna say Andor because the sort. How, how about this? Before yeah. you choose, you get a you get a vote. I get a vote, and Matt gets a vote. There we go. All right. So my vote is, as I just kind of ruined you Andor, because there's no source material. Yeah. Right. And it's one of the hardest things to adapt and please everyone. Right. Because you have all the Star Wars history. True. You're operating in an environment that is very, that that likes to meddle, as we know about Star Wars. And still you produce what is probably one of my favorite seasons of television, like ever. It's up up there. It's the best Star Wars since Star Wars. It's yes, for sure. And it's up there, like as an isolated season of of television is one of the best. I got to vote Andor for that reason. Okay. So you vote Andor. Yeah. Now I know what Matt's vote is, but I'll give you mine first. So my vote is going to be The Last of Us. Oof. So the reason I go with The Last of Us is because it's the opposite of what you said. <laughs> the reason I go with The Last of Us is because it is so hard to recreate the magic of a video game in any way, shape, it's or not form. Wrong. It's been done to death so many times, like the curse of video games, how badly something's been. Fucking remember Tomb Raider in the 2000s. Yeah. It's really hard. And this has been such a beloved video game. Everyone hated the fact Bella Ramsey was cast, you know. It was really difficult to do and they got it so, so perfectly right. Every yeah. step of the way, right down to like the last episode, even if it was a little bit rushed. So I'm saying The Last of Us. So it's down to the final one, which is the editor of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss. Matthew yes. Bliss, do you want to give your own? Yeah. And tell us what the winner is? Sub it in now. Thanks, guys. My vote is for The Last of Us. As Tommy said, it was a brilliant season. Really hard to do a video game adaptation that works in television. But also, the emotions, the feeling, and the anticipation for the second season coming up, and the third as well, especially if you've played The Last of Us Part Two, is going to be immense. Plus, you can't walk past a bit of good Pedro Pascal. So, you've got your winner. So the winner is The Last of Us! <laughs> Woo! Can't hate the player. Can't hate, hate the, the player. game. The best, Last of Us is a great movie. The best show. TV show of yeah. 2023, The Last of Us. Beautiful. DL. Is it your oh, category? I can't remember. It is my category. And let me tell you, we get to talk about the best and the worst of the MCU. And fuck it out. Well, what we're going to do is yeah. <laughs> we'll just give you all of the things and we can say which is the best. And which yeah, is we'll the do worst. this one in one go. Yeah, it's what not, is we're the not best, going through this. What is the worst? You go through all these things on here. Secret Invasion. This is show and movies. Loki. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oof. Again, we know how that one goes. Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh. Volume 3. The Marvels. What are we going to pick for the worst MCU movie show content? So you want to go worst first? Of the year, yes. Absolutely. You know what? I've talked about the Marvels. I think the Marvels is better than everybody said it was. I think it got a bad backlash, mainly because the internet for some reason hates Brie Larson. It's be- for me, it's between Secret Invasion and Ant-Man and the Wasp. It has to be between Secret Invasion and Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I haven't seen Secret Invasion because I didn't want to watch it that badly. So whether that counts for a vote or not, I don't know. Uh, I would probably say it's Ant-Man and the Wasp regardless. Ant-Man and the Wasp gets it again. That was probably my Razzie of the year, so it's got to get something here. It's a double award. It's got to get something here. So yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh no, it wasn't. You're right. It was Mermaid. Sorry. Little Mermaid. Ant-Man and the Wasp wins worst of the MCU. Now, what do you think about the best there? There's a couple of good ones. I think the best is probably, you know, we we can narrow it down to Loki and Guardians of the Galaxy. And kind of a toss up. I personally liked Loki. Okay. But not because Guardians was bad, just because, I don't know, I I liked the journey that Loki went on a lot. Okay. I thought it was really well executed. Yeah. I got to speak up for Guardians. I think it had an unbelievable soundtrack yet again. James Gunn had his absolute masterclass. The story of pivoting from, you know, the love story that had been between Gamora and Quill the whole time to... You know, what was effectively like a raccoon, literally. The raccoon And story. making you care about a raccoon. What a fucking twist of genius by that man. Like, Who doesn't what, love raccoons? What a, what a legend. Love him. <laughs> love him. Big panda eyes. Um, I would personally go with Guardians of the Galaxy. However, you've made a very strong case for Loki. So shall we say 
the best of the MCU for the year. Loki? I think we could just give it a, a best TV show and a best movie and count a call it a day. They Perfect. both win. Easy. Woo, good for you guys. You got it. Yeah, well okay, let's move on to our next category, which is a piece of media you wish could remove from your life released in 2023. Now, we've only got three three nominations for this, and we've talked to uh, pretty much all of them, so we'll spin through this. We have The Marvels, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and we have The Flash. If you could just burn something out of your mind, which of those three would it be, DL? You know, Ant-Man and the Wasp just won. I'm going to say The Marvels. Wow, yeah, really? Be- mainly because it's just like, I want to burn it out of my mind because it could have been good, no, and it wasn't. I'm going, the, I'm going The Flash. The Flash for me was just really? wall-to-wall bad. The CGI was bad. The acting was bad. Michael Keaton was done real dirty in that film. Sasha Kaye, who's great, was given nothing. She's been cancelled from the universe already. It's just a case. It's just like, you're given as like an after credit scene for a universe that's dead. It's like, why are you doing this? What's yeah, but the point? that's like par for the course for DC. But I will grant you this one. Grant Congratulations. Me. Thank you. Well the done, Flash. Flash. Well yeah. done. Woo. Okay. DL. This, by the way, this, this was my favorite award. This is New a great award. award. This is a great award. And actually, it's going to be hard. It could be any of the movies it we've could, talked about. It could be hard. Which is great. This award is a newly crafted <laughs> one. Movie that does this not... Is for, this is for people who've listened to yeah, our podcast If you've been listening regularly. the last couple of weeks, and if you haven't, go listen to our episode on The Happening. Oh, please. That's one of my um, all-time favorite episodes. This will be... A, it's, a, it's a really fun episode, and it'll be a good preface before this award. Movie that does not have enough Mark Wahlberg award. Yes. Now, we have many contestants here. Indiana Jones. All of them. John Wick 4. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible. The Marvels, Air, Super Mario, Barbie, Oppenheimer. So let me preface how I had this in my brain yeah, when, you I, had when a lot I wrote there. this yeah. down. Yeah. I preface my thought process for this is which one of these movies would be better for having the happening version of Mark Wahlberg? All of them, obviously, but which yes, would make it sign- yes. like be the better movie for having him in it? I can literally narrow it down to three instantly. Perfect. Go. Yes. The Little Mermaid, Super Mario, and Barbie. Oh, wow. You think Barbie would be better? I think if the fact that we didn't get a Mark Wahlberg Ken oh, is a fucking travesty. An older Ken? A travesty. That'd be great. Ken's uncle? I don't know. Something. Cool, what do you cool. think? Yeah. I like those. I like those a lot. I was going to call out John Wick 4 because could you imagine just like Mark Wahlberg wandering around while John Wick just like murders everyone. He's like talking to plants in the background. Hey man, don't hurt us. I'm really sorry. (laughs) Oh no, wait, you're made of plastic. Like just in the background while he's just murdering people. I just think he'd do a really good Super Mario voice, man. Oh, I think he'd have like as a character in Super Mario, he'd kill. Which of those three then that you said, do you think does not have enough Mark Wahlberg? I think the Barbie it makes so much sense. <laughs> it makes so much sense for him to be in there. He could have been what was um In fact, uh, I'm surprised he wasn't. He could have been the Allen. Could you imagine how good Mark Wahlberg would have been as Allen just yes. walking around? Oh my god, guys. Or like Donnie. A, or like another version of Allen. That would have been that would that would juxtapose great. what's his name? Um Great. His, I love that. Yeah. That's a great award. I, I'm glad we've kept that. We somehow. love that. That one's carrying on. And Barbie, you are the winner. Applause. We still have a few to go, guys. Yeah, so let's we're, we're, We still have quite a few to go. Let's keep going then. <laughs> so movie that desperately wanted a sequel, but won't get one. So we've only got two for this category. And it's actually two that we both really liked. We've talked about on the podcast. Please go and check them out. Dungeons and Dragons, one of my actual favorite movies of the year. And The Creator. Neither of these, I don't, I don't think either of these are getting I was going to say, I actually point. would counter you and say, you don't think Dungeons and Dragons will get a sequel? It didn't make a lot of money at the box office. It didn't? It did really badly at the box office. Oh, really? Yeah, really badly. Bummer. It didn't make its money back. So unless, you know, there's some goodwill or a big fan campaign, I highly unlikely at this point. It doesn't need to be that expensive. To make I don't think movie. so either. That's a bummer. But it's a real in bummer. that case, I would have to say... For me, it is Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, me too. I yeah. loved that movie. The comedy in it, uh, the acting was fantastic. Just some real big daddy energy in that. Yeah, film. just some real dry humor. Loved it. Loved Brilliant. It. Next one, DL. Hit me. Best CGI, 65, Oof. Across the Spider Verse, The Creator, Godzilla Minus One. Now, the reason I like Oof. this award is because they are all so fucking different. Very true. So, 65, obviously, great dinosaurs. Across the Spider Verse, revolutionary in terms of its use of uh, different 
styles of animation. Yep. The creator made on, uh, as with Godzilla Minus One, made on shoestring, but amazing uh, CGI. DL, what do you reckon? I think for me, the creator or Across the Spider-Verse are the top Ooh, two. Yeah. Would you love, agree? You don't love Across the Spider-Verse, baby. Yeah. But the creator was pretty epic. I mean, the creator is like only a good movie because of the CGI and, and design. All right. Do you want to go with the creator? Right. I would say- It's only a good movie. It's, the rest it, of it it's, it's really not worth it other than that. <laughs> really? Um, Across the Spider-Verse is like awesome, but it's awesome all around. So I think that like, and, and is it really CGI? A lot of it's art, literally hand-drawn, I'd imagine. Some of it is. Yeah, I would say we got to go to the creator here. Beautiful. To be honest. The creator. So next up is one of my favorite awards, which is the best video game of 2023. We had some unreal games this year. So we had God of War, Ragnarok. We had Spider-Man 2. We had Hogwarts Legacy. We had Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And thanks to friend of the show, Ollie, who recommended we included Resident Evil 4. Now, I know you love Resident Evil Of course Evil it was going to be there. It had to be there. Had to I'd be there. forgotten about it completely. Which which of those, DL, is your game? of? The- I think we can do one each for this because we've played very different games this year. I would say Resident Evil 4. Yes, I knew you'd no, say that. It was a close one between that and Zelda, but I've barely even scratched the surface of that game, so can't really talk So to I've it. played God of War, Spider-Man 2, Hogwarts, Zelda, pretty played much. Hogwarts. Played Hogwarts. Pretty much to 100%. Maybe not obviously Zelda because there's so much to do in that, but like the other ones definitely. I'm still going to say Zelda. Wow. I fucking loved that game. Wow. Spider-Man, probably a very close second. Actually, you know, God of War was great too. They're all good. Zelda is just, it's just so different. Yeah. And it, the formula that they'd sh- shaken up so brilliantly with Breath of the Wild, even Wilder, loved it. And thank you, friend of the show, Wally. We really appreciate that recommendation. We do. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you that win because if my partner likes a game that you like, they've done something right. Yeah, nice. They've done something yeah, right. Yeah, nice. Okay, so quick question then for this one. Yep. This Sorry, quick point for this one. This isn't a nominations list. This is us just calling out that we did some dumb stuff. Yep, this is true. <laughs> this, this next award, we got to own. We got the receipts. It's recorded. So we audited the receipts and worst podcast assemble prediction of 2022. Woo! Go us, baby! Which was for Tommy. Well, I'll tell you. You tell, you tell yeah. me yours and tell me why it's the worst. And I'll tell you mine why it was the worst. Okay, mine... Which was like a prediction for three years running or something. Oh my God, it was going for so long. Because this movie never came out was that Killers of the Flower Moon was just going to be like the the best best thing of all time. Like literally like the best thing since sliced bread. Like imagine Leonardo DiCaprio. Imagine Martin Scorsese. Imagine a murder mystery. What a fantastic sounding film deal. Imagine Robert De Niro. Imagine a Western. I just could not get enough. And I'm not going to lie. This thing made me depressed for a month. <laughs> like three weeks. Like, I, like a proper month, bro. I think it's it, still like, coming out of the depression. Literally, I still have, I'm lacking serotonin because of this movie. Brilliant. And it wasn't a bad movie. No, technically brilliant. It, it wasn't a great movie. It was just. It an, just was a movie. It was a movie with a story that it told and. It, wasn't, it had a point. Wasn't it, what it, I wanted. It, it was. It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't the like the best movie of 2023 that you thought it was going to no, be. No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't what I predicted. And, and the worst prediction yeah. from my end was, of course, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Now, we've talked about this a little bit already, but to put this in context, all I'm going to say is the bit where Darren goes, I'm not a dick. <laughs> it's like, Modoc, man. Yeah, fuck off. I did. What an awful film. Terrible all around. And I thought, I had such high hopes of that film. I Kang didn't- Conqueror. I, I honestly like did not hate this movie as much as you, but I agree it definitely so wasn't a it was one of the so best bad. Of the MCU. So we we have to call out our own misfortunes. And, and this we is will us doing it. do it. Yes. So the next award then is one one of your favorites, actually. And it's the best show cancelled by Netflix in 2023. Yes. Cancelled's a loose term for this one. There's a couple that have just kind of ended, but we've thrown a bunch in there. So a, this is a strong list. Inside Job, the animated show. I really like that. You, which has got huge reviews ever since COVID. Big Mouth, Sex Education, and your favorite, Shadow and Bone. Yes. And I've got to be honest, I don't think you and Sex Education could count, should count because I'm pretty sure they ended on their own accord. Yeah, but it's a loose category. Let's, I, let's go I, with I, it. I, I think that like- It really, was a small category. I really <laughs> think that we should keep this like, you know, quite, you know, honest. Inside job, big mouth, shadow Inside and bone. Inside job, big mouth, shadow and bone. And 
I am not a big fan or like I've watched a few episodes of Big Mouth. I know it's funny. I never really like full fan girled it, but I've heard that it's good. So I would say it's probably that one. The first two seasons for me were really good. Yeah. And then it just like, Dropped I don't know off. what happened. It tanked. Have you, have you, have you really anything to say about Inside Job? I really enjoyed Inside Job. I watched the first season. I thought it had a really interesting perspective to it. Like it was making fun of things that often don't get made fun of, but I would happily go with your recommendation on this. My recommendation is going to be, even though I know I don't, I know I wouldn't like the third season, <laughs> but I still want to see this girl's yellow teeth. This, <laughs> oh, make sure I want to see Ben Barnes and the, well, actually we know how it ends for him, but uh, I want to see the culmination of- Wait, the, how did it end for Ben Barnes? Did he, he die? He dies. I want really? to see this very, very mediocre fantasy how? story go wait, to an end. Wait, roll back. How did he die? I forget. Somebody killed him. It was, the, dude, the ending was so bad, but I wanted to see like how they tied it all together to see if maybe there was any redeeming qualities. Um, so I'm going to vote for Shadow and Bone. We will go with Shadow and Bone being the best show. Probably deserves the canceled show, but. Oh, hurts. Yeah. Okay. All right. Quickly then moving on. One we of have the best. One of the newest and funnest awards of the year, which is. Biggest Kennedy, baby. Yes, yes, yes. So that's fun daddy energy, I've called it, which I'm not sure is exactly accurate, but it's easy because this year we had literally the Barbie movie. So <laughs> Ryan Gosling as Ken, but we also have Simu Liu as Ken, who had fantastic Kennedy. We also have for this Chris Pine from Dungeons and Dragons. He had such a sick Kennedy to him. We couldn't say it at the time because we didn't know, know what it was, but now I'm like, there's a big Kennedy to that guy. In that there film. is. There is. Big he was Kennedy. ahead of his time. And finally, we As have Ben Affleck from Air. This is a wild one. My partner recommended this on the way in. And he just is like, he's got this wild ginger wig on. His, his, his chest's out the whole time. He's always got like 80s like, like short shorts on. It plays. Big Kennedy. Sublime. Big, <laughs> big Kennedy. DL, which is your favorite for the biggest I mean, Kennedy? You can't even argue that Ryan Gosling wins this. It, it'll be a good, it'll be a good award to bring back next year and see what wins. And see what wins, but it's. Absolutely. I mean, the man, the he man is great. Can. The he man is great. Yeah. Go on, man. What's the next category? Best movie. only two left, baby. Best movie, two left. Get ready. Ooh, we have. Give us a little. Give us a little drum roll, please. Uh, Super Mario. Wow. <laughs> Spider Man across the universe. Wait, is that what Spider Verse? Spider Verse is what I meant. Barbie, Oof. another worthy candidate. Open Jaime, the Open Jaime, Jaime baby. Uh, Guardians Volume Three. Whoa, Godzilla minus one. It's not a like strong year for great movies. I mean, like these are. We've got a really strong final award. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. Trust no, me. these are like there are good movies here. They're great movies here. So you've 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 ruled out Super Mario. I do think so. You yes. Ah, it's Super Mario. Interestingly. I clearly didn't do a good enough job on this list for you. You ah, it's Guardians and Godzilla. So they're out. So it's down to three choices. It is. Which are Spider-Man Spider Across Spider-Verse, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yes. And for a podcast that has prided itself on being comic book centric. Eh, not so much anymore. Not comic book centric. But, you know, they're, 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 that's where our roots are. Geekiness, isn't it? Yeah. Geekiness, isn't it? Geekiness, isn't it? Spider-Man, I think, can be included mm -hmm. for me. But I think if I'm cutting Opie or Barbie, I'm cutting Opie. Now, if you remember, yeah. if that's if that's what you're saying here, yeah. when we did the Barbie versus Oppenheimer, the yes. end of watching those two movies, yes. we decided that Barbie was the fun, the better movie. I think we did. Yeah, so I do we remember. might have to go with Barbie. Then. I think Barbie is the best movie. Yes, in 2023. Round of applause for yes. Barbie, guys. Give it, give it the. This is just beautiful. And now, Barbie is the best movie of 2022. I. I'm really interested by that like choice of Barbie being the best movie of 2023 because I think when this movie was this year was rocking around, I'm pretty sure that you were like, I was a bit, I was like, oh God, what the fuck is this about? And you were like, nah, Greta Gerwig, bloody uh, Ryan Gosling, you know, like that cast, you were like, this is going to be something. I just figured that they wouldn't have signed on if it wasn't some kind of satirical thing. And agreed. It did become a very satirical thing, but it was like also a statement about like society that I didn't think it was for on both sides, like yeah, absolutely femininity and masculinity, like equally 
that I just, I was, it was super impressive. So oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. All right. But DL, yes. are you ready for the biggest award? Bigger than the Oscars, bigger than the Razzies. Yes. Yeah, nothing, nothing better to juxtapose. Nothing is bigger yeah. than the most Aquaman movie, the most <laughs> Aquaman 2018 movie of 2023 award. And we have some doozies in this category this year. <laughs> are you ready for these? All right. Let me, let me tell you who we've got. We've got Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. The mo- one of the most average Mission Impossibles. It's about a killer AI. Guess what? Uh, we've got Killers of the Flower Guess Moon, what? which goes on for about 45 years. And we've many, many screaming dead ladies. Many, later. many screaming dead ladies. We have The Marvels, which is fun. Fucking average. But an average movie. Yeah. We have Shazam 2, Did which was... It. So average, you forgot it came out this year. <laughs> we have Air, which I'm throwing in there. I know it got some good reviews, but fuck me, that's a boring That's film. a controversial call. We have Extraction 2, another one so boring that we forgot it came out this year. And we have preemptive entry for this award because it's not actually out yet, but we think it's going to be a contender when it does come out, which is, ironically, Aquaman 2. Mm. So DL... I'd love to get your opinion on which of these you think. And for anyone who doesn't know, Aquaman 2018 is our rating system. We say, is this movie better or worse than the most average movie we know? The internet's binary. That's how we roll. <laughs> which of these gets the Aquaman 2018 award for 2023 DL? I got to be honest. For me, Aquaman has to be included, even though we Aquaman seen 2. It. Aquaman 2. Shazam as well has to be included. Because you didn't even remember it happened. Because I didn't even know that it was a movie. <laughs> And the Marvels has to be included because it's nothing but average. It is fairly average. And then, and this is pretty equal playing field here because these are all sequels. These are all superhero movies and they're all unbelievably Except average. Kills at a Flower Moon. And no, I meant my final three. Okay, sorry. So uh, yeah, final three again. Yeah, my final three were Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, and the Marvels. And it's equal playing field because they're all sequels. That are so are we cutting mediocre. out Kills at a Flower Moon? If you want to challenge me, I wouldn't oppose you. Mm. If you want to veto that, Tell me which one you want to sub it in for. I'm going to go with your choices here because as much as, as you know, Aquaman as Kills of Flower Moon was, it, yeah, it was just really like beautifully shot. It had a lot of technical deliciousness to it. Fantastic film. There was some good acting. I, I don't think yeah. there's anything average about this film. I think it's like really, really one way, Long. which is dread, <laughs> like, which is like just, just like super depressing. There's nothing, yeah. It's not like an average feel. Like you can't go sure. through something average right. and feel that way. All right. Yeah. So Aquaman 2 we haven't seen yet. I think it's going to be worse than Aquaman 2018, which means it's immediately out of this. You think I it's going to be worse? I think it's going to be significantly worse. Yeah, it could be. I just don't. I think it's got nothing. I think it's like, <laughs> it yeah, you got nothing, lad. That's actually a pretty good call. I think it's going to be so much worse. So it is between the Marvels and Shazam 2. So what I'm going to do, DL, is I, we are going to do rock, paper, scissors for this because they're both pretty average movies. Well, what Which about do we, you want? <laughs> what is it? What would you call an average score? Oh, that's a really good question. Like uh, IMDb? Yeah. I think the most average has got to be six, right? Okay, so which one's closest to six? Should we find that out? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Go on. It is literally a 6.0 on the dot. It's a what? It's a six on the dot. Oh my God. <laughs> the Marvels is 5.9. Oh my God, dude. This is a battle of titans. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most average, oh, average movie dude. recommendation. Okay, I'm gonna, you're just going to go for it. I'm going to ask you three questions. You've got to say the first thing that comes to mind. Would you prefer pasta or pizza? Pasta. Skiing or sun? Sun. Marvel's or Shazam? <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> Shazam 2 oh, is the most Aquaman 2018 movie of 2023. Thank you so much, everyone, for sticking with it. We do really appreciate we it. Do. We'll probably have one final episode of the year. We'll do a little festive, mo- festive movie or something for you guys just to wrap up before I fly off to the UK for three weeks. But DL, do you want to wrap up the show? What do we want to hear from these guys? We would love to hear from you. Hit us up at the podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Tell us what your favorite movie for 2023 yeah, is. Yeah, tell us. Who had us- the biggest Kennedy in your opinion? Or And debate us on our awards. Oh, please. Yeah, please do. And- or give us new reward categories. Yeah, if you've got ideas. If you've got ideas. I fucking love this. This is, this is one of my favorite episodes. It is. Year, it's always way. great. And we, soon it'll just be a bunch of nonsense awards. Like- yeah. <laughs> 
like when is like what movie had the best hair of Leo? This, like this it, podcast is getting it's so getting more like in jokey. It's going to become yeah. impenetrable by the time we're like three years in. For sure, for sure. And we are three years in. If you would like to give us a review, give us a five stars. That'd be awesome. We really appreciate it. Please and do, guys. We love it when you do. Until then, a really big thank you to Matthew Bliss for editing and mastering this week's episode. I think you may have even heard from him this week. If we're lucky, he was in there. He might have even done something where you got a little vocal vocal action. If you'd like to hire someone to edit your podcast, head to matthewbliss.net and book a consultation today. If you want to hear his work, listen to From My Home to Yours, an expat and repat podcast where Matt and his wife share their experiences and advice for others moving country. Moving, moving lad. Moving, moving lad. Up. He was also on Podcasting for Humans too. If you want to hear more of his work, he is around the podcasting sphere. He's got some stuff in the works right now. Watch out for more Matthew Bliss. Love that, man. And until next time, Tommy, later skate Awards, awards round of applause. Awards, awards round, of, round applause. of applause. Thanks Tally for ho, listening. Tally-ho, baby. Tally-ho. Tally-ho, baby.